You are listening to The Patriot Cause with Gunnery Sergeant Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps, retired. Rubber ducky, you're the one. You make bath time lots of fun. Rubber ducky, I'm awfully fond of you. Bovo Bodio, rubber ducky, joy of joys. When I squeeze you, you make noise. Rubber ducky, you're my very best friend, it's true. Welcome back, Patriots. Got a big show. We're going to talk about gaslighting, white fragility. And last but not least, the Bonehead Award, lead, follow, or get the hell out of the way. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. When I was a young child, about three years old, 1969, Hurricane Camille took our house and put it in the Mississippi River. And that was absolutely the scariest time of my life, especially when I was a child, because our home was gone. And when we went back after the hurricane, it was absolutely gone. And that scared the living daylights out of me. But other than that, as a child growing up in America... I was fortunate to live in a small town in Louisiana, and we did a lot of things as children, getting trouble, you know, just doing the things that kids do. We didn't have the internet, we didn't have cable TV, and we definitely didn't watch TV 24-7. We went out in the woods, built tree houses, did the things that kids did back then. And we wasn't worried about the world. And when we were in school, we were taught the things that were necessary to become great adults in this country. History, math, science, all those subjects. And we were not taught all this political correctness, etc. that's going on in the world today. So in other words, our parents raised us. Our parents taught us right from wrong. Our parents was the ones that controlled our lives and developed us as children to become great citizens of this country. The schools taught us the knowledge necessary so that we can succeed in life. However, in today's world, that has turned its head upside down and the schools have virtually decided that the parents are not good enough to raise their children, so we got to do it for them, which I think is an absolutely sad disgrace. When we did watch TV, some of the things that we watched was Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, Sesame Street taught us the value of things and understanding what it was like to have a society that loved each other, especially as children growing up so we can have the foundation necessary to be successful in this country. So I'm going to tell you a story, one of many that I have, 
when I was growing up, which I think is kind of interesting. One specific time, my mother bought us fireworks. I think I was about eight or nine years old. And we decided to take those fireworks and go out on our own and fire them off without any parent supervision. And we had a very <laughs> serious incident, but it was a good one because it was a learning experience. And just so happens we lived on a property that was right next to a railroad and the railroad company had put a whole bunch of railroad ties. Those are the wooden pieces of the railroad track that the iron sits on top of. Brand new, big old stack of railroad ties that were absolutely coated in what they call Chris Oak for preserving that wood. So we took these bottle rockets and these fireworks out to there with my brothers and my sisters and we decided to play army. So we had half of us on one side of the pile, half of us on the other side. And they had holes within these railroad ties that were designed for the pins to go in for the steel to be nailed to the railroad tries. So those were perfect to put the bottle rockets in and fire them back and forth like artillery against each other. So we had half the family on one side, half the family on the other, and we started shooting these bottle rockets back and forth through these holes and, you know, having just this great old time. Well, of course, we ran out of fireworks and the uh, fun was over, so we decided to go back home. Well, it just so happens that these railroad ties were within visual distance of our home. And when we got back to the house, we looked over and all of these railroad ties were on fire. Yes, it was burning down the railroad ties. So my mom, 911, called the fire department, said, hey, we got a fire, come get it. And they come out there, brought their big trucks and everything. And we went out there and seen what they were doing. And we were watching these guys observe this fire of the railroad ties. And they weren't doing anything. And we're like, why are not why are they not putting out the fire? Because they didn't have the chemicals necessary to smolder the fire from burning the railroad ties down. All they had was water and chrysoat water doesn't mix and all it would do was spread it. So they let them burn until they were gone. And needless to say, it was a lesson learned from us, but it was a good lesson. Bad that the railroad tires caught on fire, but it was a good lesson because we learned as kids uh, a very, very valuable commodity, which is common sense. Don't take fireworks and mix them with railroad ties, especially with the Chris Oak. So what am I leading up to? What I'm leading up to today is gaslighting. And gaslighting our children is very, very dangerous. And we have to understand exactly what gaslighting is. And before I go to the definition of gaslighting, I want to bring up an article that I read from The Gamer. And the title is called Corrupted 25 Creepiest Characters in Kids' Cartoons. The most terrifying character from a kid's television show has to be one of the most terrifying characters of all time, which is the Joker from Batman. The Batman villain was heavily featured 
and the animated show and brought to life by a legendary actor, Mark Hamlin, yes, from Star Wars, with an unknown past that villains work to cause untold chaos and destruction, violent and unpredictable. He had no special powers, but held a keen intellect and a thirst for murder and mayhem. Whether he was planting an explosive whoopee cushion in a town hall meeting or hijacking a rocket-powered Christmas tree, the villain had a terrified grin that made everyone fear of clowns skyrocket after the show premiered. The villain is also a historically known villain who verbally and physically abuses Harlequin, his clown girlfriend who falls for his tricks constantly. The manacle laugh and thirst for evil made him the most critical character in a children's show. I really don't believe that this particular cartoon even come close to comparing to what we were watching when we did watch TV in today's world. And to have to believe that this is actually being pushed out to our children today over the airways. But it leads to the concern about gaslighting. Gaslighting is very dangerous, but it's being done today because there's a narrative in this world that many people want to have power over the citizens of the United States. And how do you do it best? You manipulate the children and when the children become older, then they're going to fall right in line with your dictatorship and your awful Marxist communist ideas. So gaslighting, what is gaslighting? It is a form of psychological manipulation in which a person or group covertly sows seed of doubt in a targeted individual or group, making them question their own memory, perception, or judgment often evoking them cognitive dissonance and other changes, including low self-esteem. And I guarantee you, kids watching this stuff, murder, mayhem, will believe that the world is destructive at a very young age, and it is dangerous to our children in this world. Have no concept of how parents would even allow their children to watch these cartoons. Now that's coming from children's cartoons perspective, but I'm here to tell you it's a lot worse than that. And one of the things that we need to talk about is this new book by Robin D'Angelo called White Fragility. And the American Thinker has a great article that relates to Robin D'Angelo's toxicness of this book and you got to check it out in the show notes. I have the link in there. You can read about it, but the gist of it is this Robin Giangelo, whose white fragility theory has become one of the most influential ideas about racism in America is on a mission to reeducate you and your children. She warns everyone to talk about race, Teachers, students, parents, children, anyone. And when you say talk about race, what she means is for people to willfully accept the toxic 
tenets of modern anti-race ideology, which teaches that America is an inherent race society steeped in white supremacy culture, a country that is illegitimate because it was founded on slavery and murder. I'm going to hear tell you right now that is crap. When I was growing up, none of this came into our household. None of this was forced down our throat, and we were not racist at all when I was a child growing up in Louisiana. But this is what they want to do. They wanted to divide us, the American people, on this idea of racism. Yes, there are people in this world and there are people in America that are racist. And we all know that. But the vast majority of this country is God-fearing, loving people. And when you have this individual and people like her that is pushing this agenda and this narrative to our children, much less us, this is gaslighting. They're going to push this onto us until we actually believe that we are bad people. No matter what you think about a white person, a black person, no matter what you may think of what country they come from, racism is something that is taught. It is not natural for a human being to have and to continually push this narrative that white people are racist from day one is a shame to America and it's an absolutely abomination to our Lord God, Jesus Christ. Absolutely insane what these people are saying. Which is going to bring me, last but not least, to the Bonehead Award. Because I'm going to display this absolute crazy woman that has a best-selling book on Amazon that masses of people in this country are falling for this gaslighting. So this woman goes on speaking circuits and so forth everywhere around the world and gets paid millions of dollars to open up her trap, her pie hole of absolute bull crap with what she says because I guess she's a psychologist and I guarantee you she hasn't gotten a good bone in her body. And this is a great example of one of the best known individuals of the world that is stirring hate between everybody, including all races of the world in this country. To kind of set this up, again, there's a lot of videos, a lot of things that you can see as it relates to her and white fragility. So I'm just going to play a small clip just to give you an idea of what she's like. It serves us not to speak about it. Racism is the status quo. It is the status quo of your society, of my society, of all Western-oriented white settler colonials cultures. And that status quo of racism is comfortable for me as a white person virtually 24-7. If you listen to my last podcast before this one, I specifically stated growing up in Louisiana, I was not presented with all these racism problems until one specific event. 
Now, I mind you, I heard people talking about it and so forth, but it wasn't shoved down my throat as a young person growing up and developing my life as it is concerned with racism. I lived a life. It didn't matter who I was with. I had friends of all different kind of colors, went to school with them. So why are we now discerning that we got a problem with racism as it relates to this country and white people? So I can continue to talk about this bonehead, but I'm going to play a clip from Tucker Carlson as he talks about this book and what this lady wrote, because I cannot explain it any better. The best-selling book in America last week wasn't anything by J.K. Rowling. It was a tract called White Fragility by Robin DiAngelo. It's a hit, and not a small hit. White Fragility has sold so many copies that the paperback edition is out of stock on Amazon. Schools and companies across the country are ordering it in bulk. Deloitte is pushing it, so is NBC and Harvard Business School. The CEO of American Airlines was recently photographed reading the book. This fall, white fragility is likely to be required reading at your children's school. You may soon be told to study it on a corporate retreat, so it's worth knowing what it is. What's it about exactly? We read the book, and we'll sum it up for you in four words. White people are racist. Not just racist white people, all white people, whether they're six years old or 100 years old, all of them are by definition racist. They are racist because they are white. Only white people are racist. No one else is. Robin D'Angelo tells people this for a living. She's a professional anti-racist educator. She shuttles between schools and boardrooms telling people that their DNA make them evil. She makes big money doing this. Last year, for example, the University of Kentucky, a publicly funded university, paid D'Angelo $12,000 for two hours of this message. The school could have used that money to give poor black kids an education, but instead they handed the cash, that's more than a third of what the average American makes in a year, to a not very bright white lady to tell them they're racist. In other words, Robin D'Angelo has a very good gig. So Robin D'Angelo has a very good gig, and that gig is going to the K through 12 students of our country and I am not and you should not tolerate whatsoever this happening because I cannot imagine my five grandkids getting into a school system that designates them as racist as soon as they get there. This is Marxism and communism at its best and it's got to be stopped. Very simple. You have got to stand up. You've got to show up and you got to speak up to your legislators, to your education boards, to your mayors, to the sheriffs. Everyone has to understand what is happening in our country. And if you think, well, I live in a rural area, wrong. It's going to be pushed through every single school and is being pushed in every school in America. And I, for one, will not tolerate it. This is the gunny out.